There was a rabbi who lived in the 16th century. His name was Isaac Luria. He only lived for 38 years. He hardly wrote anything down, just a few poems. He spent seven of the years of his life sitting by the Nile River, looking at the water and how the light played on the water. He taught. And his teachings were so profound that they shaped Judaism for centuries to come. In fact, they would call him one of the greatest teachers of what is known as Kabbalah, mystical Judaism. Isaac Luria talked about the beginning of all things. He said that God, in all of God's glory, wanted to know the divine self, so God poured light into vessels at the beginning of all things, into vessels made of matter. God poured light into these vessels, but the light was too bright. It was too much, too glorious, and so the vessels exploded. They shattered all across the known universe, shards of light and matter exploding. Scientists would later call this the Jewish Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Isaac Luria believed that the human being was created in order to mend the light. And how do we mend the light? How do we bring the universe back from brokenness into unity? through acts of what he called hesed, which loving kindness, generosity. We were called to be vessels of the light, to mend and bring the light back into focus. The mending of the world, which is called in Hebrew, tikkun olom. Advent is all about the light. Week by week, we light one more candle. And in our ancient tradition, these candles are more than just beautiful. They're symbols of something very profound. The light is coming. The light that enlightens all beings. My grandmother knew Einstein. Isn't that amazing? She spent some time with him and she said that he was a great jokester. He had a huge sense of humor. And when he laughed, light shined from his eyes. And he talked about how he wasn't really that smart. He just liked to ponder things. He owed his genius to the fact that he was a very slow developer as a child. Evidently, he didn't speak until he was four or five. 
And before he could speak, though, his father showed him a compass. And he would spend hours staring at it, pondering why that, that compass seemed to move. The arm would move in strange ways. He became fascinated with gravity and then, eventually, with the qualities of light. It was Einstein's fascination with light that brought him the knowledge of space and time that has changed the way we perceive the universe and given us the technology that we have today. He knew that the universe was dependent upon light. It drives us through the creation and the radiance and gives life. The writer of the Gospel of John was also consumed with light. He says in today's Gospel that John the Baptist came to bear witness to the light. The Gospel says John was not the light, but he came to bear witness to the light. The true light which enlightens all people was coming into the world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. John came to bear witness to the light, to testify, to speak about, to let the light shine through him. The word in the ancient Greek is Marturia, like martyr. It's the same as the Old Testament, the New Testament. We are all called to testify to the light. David Brooks says that every human being has a choice. We can be a diminisher who dims the light, or we can be an illuminator, one who lets the light shine through us. Diminishers are people who are consumed with themselves and the ego blocks the light. When we get self-absorbed and busy, when we're only thinking about ourselves, we're not empty enough for the light to shine through us. And we don't notice the light in other people because we're so consumed with our own worries or thoughts or proclivities or anxiety. The light is blocked, and we're stuck. Illuminators are able to move themselves aside and become empty so that the light of Christ can shine through us and we can focus on others and bringing out their light. If you notice, John the Baptist was not about himself. They kept saying, who are you? Are you the Messiah? No. Are you Elijah? No. He didn't even say who he was. Finally, they said, well, who are you? Would you please tell us a little bit about yourself? And he said, I'm, I'm the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. It's not about me. It's about the one who is to come. It's about the light. 
I bet you've known some illuminators in your life, people who put themselves aside so that they could give you their attention, so that they could let your light shine. I, I know an illuminator from my life. He was my therapist when I was 21. He had an office in the woods in Connecticut. I would go in his office and babble on about, I don't know what, and cry. I can't imagine how boring it was to listen to me ruminate, but every single week he would gaze at me with such love and attention. He never yawned, he never fell asleep on me. He only interrupted my ruminations one time in a whole year of treatment. Just one time he said, oh Kate, I need to interrupt you for a minute. Look, and he pointed to out the window. There was a huge buck, a deer, staring in the window with his antlers like this. And the light was shining behind him because the sun was setting. It was the most beautiful thing I'd almost ever seen, staring right at us. Decades later, I was passing through Connecticut and I looked him up because I wanted to thank him. He was so good to me and he helped me figure out who I was supposed to be with my life, what I was called to do. So I sat in his office and yammered on again. Nothing had really changed that much. But towards the end of our session, I said, do you remember when we saw that huge buck in the window? He said, oh yes, and he laughed. And then he paused, but Kate, do you remember what you were saying when the buck appeared? I said, no, I was babbling on like I always do. He said, no, you weren't. You were saying that you were not sure about where your life was going to go and that you needed a sign from God to show you if you were supposed to be a priest. After all those years, he remembered that. And I didn't even know it had happened. As we get older in life, we have the opportunity to more and more set ourselves aside so that we can shine our light on other people. We may think that this is fairly insignificant, but your attention, your attention is priceless. Your attention is healing. When you put yourself aside and listen fully to someone, you let the light of Christ shine through you onto them. And miracles occur. The mending of the world. One shard of light at a time. Amen.